Welcome to the Dog Classroom. The Dog Classroom Podcast. I am your co-host, Anne-Marie. And I'm your co-host, Amelia. Like and subscribe on Spotify and YouTube in video format. And now into the episode. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody. So um, I'm rather excited about this episode. Um, I think it was my choice and Amelia's, yeah, just going along with it. Um, We're going to get maybe a little bit geeky with dog stuff if i can say geeky i know but I like we're gonna we're gonna have show and tell today yeah That's we what are we're doing. there we're we having go show and tell um with all of our favorite dog things um and some of the products that we recommend and we are not sponsored <laughs> by any of this i think that's important we're not selling you anything this is just stuff that we like yeah so basically i would say everything out there we have probably heard of it or tried yeah between i would say us and the staff yeah um, so this is stuff that we've had success with or used um, and find helpful. Yeah, and things that we still use or recommend regularly. Yeah. So where we're going to actually start, because you can see we have, I think, some of the products here you guys can see. But um, I wanted to start with the behavior things because I have a lot of people asking and I do have a tendency to recommend um I don't want to say non-medication, but more um, alternative alternative therapies. Yeah. Right. So um, I think a lot of times they're more accessible just because when we get into medications and so forth, that's when we need um, the veterinarian support. Yeah. Right. And working with the vet because that's um, prescription. Um, being a dog trainer and behaviorist, um, we are obviously not a doctor, so we're right. not able, able to prescribe anything. So these are our go-tos. Um, there's many other products out there. To me, these are the top three mm-hmm. and, um, they're the ones that have the most research yeah, and the most testimonials. Right. So you can find all that, um, online. And I think also we've both had experience Yes, with we've both using. used all of these things that we're going to talk about. Yeah. And I also think it's important to note that they're, yes, they're, they have some research beside, behind them. So they will, you know, sometimes they work for some dogs and sometimes they don't for others. But they also fall into the category of it can't hurt. Yeah. Right? So there's some things that are out there that are maybe alternative therapies that we won't get into today, but that may, you know, have interactions with medications or that may have other side effects. And these are things that... Um, there's pretty much no evidence of any any um, fallout from yeah. Them. And the other thing I try to get people to explain, they're hoping to you know give a treat, give a kibble, that sort of thing, and yeah. woohoo, dogs fixed. Yeah. Uh, usually not. These therapies, I try to say, they just take off a little bit of an edge. So then, why don't we start with um, the Adaptal because that's the one that okay I think I have had a lot of success with. So we brought. Okay. Today, I brought the spray and Anne-Marie brought the diffuser. So um, they come in different formats. The spray is like, it's literally just a little spritz. It smells kind of like alcohol. You don't really smell anything when you spray it. And the diffuser, um, I actually have one plugged in in my house at all times and you don't smell anything again because it's pheromones. Um, It's not a scent. It's not like the lavender sort of things that you can buy. It's just pheromones that your dogs have a gland that they can... Um, sort of intake that and it also comes in a collar format that looks kind of like a flea collar yeah it does um so why don't you talk about your experience with these so the thing um for people to remember is amelia is saying um 
that it's a pheromone. So just to clarify that is it's a calming smell. Yes, right? that the dog smells. That the dog smells. And the reason why we don't pick up on it is our sense of smell is not as good. Right. Right. So when dogs are smelling one another, obviously they're getting way more information than say, not to say we're smelling our dog. But anyway, I sort of saw where that was going. Um, but the thing is, they pick they pick up way more on those pheromones. So believe it or not, the pheromone that they use in a daptal is a lactating female. Okay. Well, yeah, it sounds a little bit different. But and how they get that smell in there, couldn't tell you. But the base of it is um, an alcohol and that's why it smells like alcohol. So they have done studies and dogs have done quite well with um, having this smell. Like I personally, if dogs are happy having like separation anxiety or issues in the home, inter-dog issues, yeah. I go with um, the diffuser. Yeah, and I, so I always have the diffuser running because um, of one of my dogs start causing anxiety. Yeah. Um, so I always use it there. I've also used, when we're traveling, I've taken the Adaptal spray. I think I actually got it because we went to a trial with yeah. Nuggie and I sprayed it in her kennel. Um, the collar, I've actually recommended to a few clients because they're having anxiety on things like walks or... Yeah, you know, so they're, they're taking it out of the home. One thing about the spray is it lasts four hours-ish. Yeah. And we've never had it, like, people are worried about staining yeah, the car or anything. Like no, never had any issues um, with that. So that actually, it's been around for a long time for... I found for the longest time you're only able to get it through the vet clinic, but now it is in the pet stores. Yes. But make sure, one thing I'm going to say when you look at it, it, that it actually says the pheromone. Yeah. Because there are other diffusers and so forth out there that are like lavender and chamomile and that sort of thing. Definitely not the same. Yeah, not the same and doesn't have the same research behind it. Um, We can also mention there is a cat version. Don't buy the cat version because it's cheaper. Those are cat pheromones. Those are not for your dog. But I do know people who have had cats with issues fighting in the house and stuff that have plugged in the cat version. Yeah. And they've had lots of success with it. And same with some litter box issues as well. We recommend that. So that's just going to be our little aside on cats. And then we're going to let the behavior go. Okay. So next one. Uh, This one is just holding our pup up here. (laughs) So is the Thunder shirt. So I brought my uh, little stuffed dog here to demo the Thunder shirt. So it is an anxiety wrap. A lot of people think that the Thunder shirt is only for thunderstorms. It is called the Thunder shirt. Yeah, but yeah. basically anytime your dog's stressed. So they also, they can wear it on walks mm-hmm. um, for separation anxiety, noise therapy, when you have people over. So just, there's a bit of Velcro here. It's gonna make a bit of noise. Uh, obviously a little bit snug and then I brought obviously there's a bigger version yeah and I think that's like the sport one yeah um I will say with my experience with the thunder shirt um I did have a dog Holly was really scared of thunderstorms and she did wear the thunder shirt in her earlier years and we did have success with it um eventually I think I lost it or something I don't know but uh we ended up switching to something else that we'll chat with a chat about after this um and then Stark, when I put it on him, actually found the shirt itself quite bothersome and tried to eat it. So we could yeah, not it, leave it on him. I usually say it depends on the dog. I encourage people to try having them wear a coat mm-hmm. or a t-shirt first. Yeah. And if they tolerate it, then that might be something then you want to um, you want to purchase. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, the last sort of behavior product 
here. Um, I think we have a picture we can pull right. up as the calming of her. Um, for me, it's a relatively new product. Mm -hmm. I think over the last few years, um, I don't want to say the downfall, but at the present time, you can only pick it up at vet clinics. So it's the I think they have nah. it in some pet stores. No, do they? I do not think so. I think you're thinking of Fortiflora, which is oh, okay. another digestive thing, but. Um, Basically what it is, it's a probiotic. So I'm finding nowadays a lot more people are taking probiotics for mm -hmm. different reasons than just digestion. So what happens is there's studies out there. Yeah, there's the bacterium um, that actually, so you sprinkle it on their food once a day, they ingest it, and then these are good happy bacterium. So that's what you want in their gut flora. I'm happy, did you ask them that? Yeah, they are happy. <laughs> And then what happens is then those bacteria get absorbed and go to the brain. So your dog is a lot less anxious. Yeah. And there's lots of studies out there in general about like the gut brain connection and how oh, yeah. all that stuff works. Yeah. I, that's like not my area. You're, it's the, whole, you're the science major. Yeah, serotonin and it's getting in into that as well. One thing just going to say again, if you're interested in any of these products, we'll usually break down as to which one to start first, but you're not going to do all three because then mm -hmm. if something helps, you're not going to know which one it was and it, you know, can get costly. Yeah. And yeah. so I think for, for my experience with this one, um, I have had all three of my dogs on it at some point Same or here. another. Um, I found that it worked the best for Holly for thunderstorms. Yep. Um, it's liver flavored, so they actually like to eat it, which is yeah, good for when it's on the food. Yeah, yeah you just kind of sprinkle it on their food. Um, I found for her, I didn't think it was working, and then you like, take her off. I so we had a thunderstorm. I remember this. We had a thunderstorm, and I went, "That's really weird. She's not shaking. She's not panting. She's not hiding in the basement." And then I remembered she was on the common care, but it takes a while to work. It usually takes two to three weeks. Yeah, so because it's it not... has to build up in the body. It's not something you give like one night and it's working the next day. Yeah, whereas I think sometimes like the Thunder Shirt and the Adaptal are working right away. Yeah, yeah. so the calming care is more of a longer term thing and it's also, um, it applies to like all kinds of anxiety, right? So it yeah. doesn't have to be just noises. Or no, I've used it actually a lot with uh, reactive dogs. Yeah, and I think yeah. initially um, I did try it for Stark for that and I think Nuggy it was just um, because she was a lot of just a lot of general just anxiety. A lot. Um, just a lot. But I, I didn't find that it worked as well for them, but I found it worked really well for Holly. So Yeah, and that's the thing is, um, especially in the dog world, and I know it sometimes works the same with people in medications, but it is a, a trial and error mm -hmm. to find the right thing. Yeah. Right? You just have to be patient with it. So um we're gonna leave those so definitely if there's more questions um you know people can get a hold of us definitely chit chat with your vet yeah uh, do the research we're gonna move into um dog chewies i think oh no the food depends food, food toys yes. and chewies are all gonna be one category for and today. then we got some treats here so um amelia's gonna talk about this one for a second okay i'm gonna talk about my wobbler which is my favorite okay um everybody looks at this and goes oh my gosh is that ever a big um kong so the idea is what you do is you open it and then you're going to put the food in here and then you close it and they have to bang it around with their nose and their feet so you can give this to them as something just to do you yeah, the bottom is weighted right so you can give it as something to do. You can have them eating their dinner. I call it, I try to explain it to people like, 
I'm older than you, so I don't know if you know this one, but those punching bags that were weighted at the bottom they and you hit those. them and they stand and up again. Dude? Yeah, they're a yeah. dude. Yeah, they still have those. Yeah, that's a thing. Oh, okay. Anyway. I thought I was dating myself here when I was talking about the wobbler. And you can fit like a whole cup of food in there, I think. Yeah, so this is, and but what I say once they're done with this, the food dispenser toy, then I take it and put it away in the cupboard for next time. Yeah. So it's something you can use on multiple occasions, mm-hmm. right? Um, provides awesome mental stimulation. So also I've been asked quite a few times in puppy school now what to do with the dogs that are you know, just basically sucking down, inhaling the food. So this is this is an alternative as well. Yeah, I also like this one in the summer. You can give it to them outside. Yes. They can smack it around the whole yard. So if your dog yep. is getting bored in the yard and they're digging up holes and all that stuff, give them a food toy. Yep. Um, this one is similar. So this is the West Paw Topple, it's called. Uh, similar idea. You put the food in it and it's got these little nubbies so that it makes it a little bit more challenging for them to get it out. If you look these up online, people do some wild things with them. They put like they make layers and they put well, they do do that with that too, right? Yeah, and they put little you can buy special plugs for this. I don't know, I don't go that crazy. What I do with it is I put their one of their meals in it, so I think it holds close to a cup, not quite. I put one of their meals in it, I put some water in it to make it. I was gonna say, don't you find it just falls right out and it's not that difficult? Yeah, for my dogs, this one wasn't difficult. You can buy two and they fit together. Um, okay. I have not done that because these are, I think, like 30, 40 bucks. Um, but they can't ruin them, which I like. Okay. And so once I put a little bit of water in there, then I put peanut butter or yogurt, something else, and I stick it in the freezer. Oh, and then they have okay. to work to get it out. Okay. Um, yep. So that's this is probably for the dogs that can destroy Kongs and things like that. This is my go-to for food enrichment right now. Okay, perfect. So then um, Amelia's dogs as well as my dog's. Uh, use these Nyla bones. These are Benny bones. Benny bones. Different brand. But to me, I guess I use Nyla bone as what the actual bone content, like the makeup of it. Okay. But she's, Amelia's telling me Nyla bone is a brand name. So yes. anyway. It's like we'll Kleenex. Okay. <laughs> All Kleenex is the same, but apparently not. Okay. So with these, they're a synthetic material. Um, it is flavored, mm-hmm. right? Um, this brand, actually, I find my dogs like a little bit it's, more. It's well used. It's well used. Uh, the fun thing is when Amelia's dogs get bored of it, then my dogs will chew it a bit and then they want to chew it more because the last dog did. So anyway, do a little bit of that. This is something I do have a tendency to leave around a little bit yeah. or I'll pull out a new one or a different flavor when I want the dogs to keep busy. Yeah, I have like a little bucket, so I have all my different shapes and flavors and whatever of these nylon bones, um, and then I just sort of leave them around, and then I pick them up, put them in the bucket, and then I just sort of rotate them out. Like yeah. they forget about them when they're in the bucket, so I take it out, and then it's new again. Yeah, um, these are some other chewies that I brought. So um, these are for they're more edible, right? So they're so they for, actually ingest them. Yes, for your dog to actually eat. Um, so we got our bully stick. So these are, we don't need to, we don't need to tell no, you what they're made of. we don't need to tell you what they're made of. We'll, you can just going to go with that. This is PG. Um, <laughs> this is, uh, made of parts of a bull. Yeah. It's funny when you actually tell people what they are, they yeah. get a little expression on their face, um, but we're going to we'll leave blur that. this yeah. out. Um, but it's basically, it's a long lasting chew. So they chew on it and it, they don't just swallow it right away. They have to actually work at it. And they and break get it down, the but they off. do actually ingest it. Yes, they yes. do. 
um, and they make toys that will hold the end of it so that your dog can't like swallow the end. Yeah. I find that's the problem with my bigger dogs is they want to swallow the end of it when they get there. Okay. And that's not great. Um, these are those enzyme. Yeah. So this is like, um, we call it an enzymatic chew because it's supposed to help with their teeth because it has a coating mm -hmm. um, that then stays on the teeth and it's supposed to fight tartar. Okay. So, you know, it's like if you're giving your dog a chew, can we do some type of dental care as a bonus? Yeah. Yeah. Basically is, is where we're going with that. And they're sort of made similar to, I find like a rawhide where they get kind of mushy. Like yeah, they, they do for sure. They don't I just would, bite chunks off and No, swallow. I think they're rawhide based to be honest. Okay. Under there. So. Okay. So for our treats and chewies, I think that's it. We need to do our treats. Oh, right. Yep. Yes. Our treats. So that was our toys and chewies, I should say. These are our treats that we have for today. Um, these are just some of the ones that I had in my cupboard. So I wanted to bring, but I have them because my dogs love them. Um, so I'll start with these guys because these you can pick up at pretty much any pet store. Um, I'm trying Maybe not to take one out. Yeah, I'm trying not to crinkle them too much. But if you look at the ingredients, there's not a lot of um, sugars and fillers and those sorts of things in there. Yeah. I always try to look for more of like a single ingredient treat, like the freeze dried beef liver, yeah. uh, cheese, stuff like that. But for the sort of special treats that I give them sometimes, um, this is what they look like. So they're they're quite big for, I guess, a treat if you're using it for training. When I'm using it for training, I just sort of break yeah. them off. They break really nicely. So the bonus of any moist treat, so I call those semi-moist treats, yeah. is you can break them up into smaller pieces. So uh, Dexter's Dog Jerky, too. Um, Local is made by Bay, Bay Meat, so it is local, if you guys wanna support local. Same idea, and the idea is, again, it's about breaking pieces, but guess what? You can take this piece and shove it in the interactive toy, and there you go too, so it doesn't have to be difficult. But uh, they usually go nuts for this, and then I joke mm -hmm. with the owners and say, um, it is human grade, so yeah. if you're hungry. Have a snack. Yeah, go for it. But it's, again, the single ingredient, no fillers, no sugars, nothing like that. So when I'm using a lot of treats for training, I don't like anything that's going to be super unhealthy. Yeah. So um, why don't you talk about what we might put in here? Okay, so I don't want to say this is the latest thing, um, but it is actually good for different times of year, especially sometimes the winter when it's mm -hmm. hard us to deliver a treat when we got our mitts and so forth on. So what people are starting to do with these is you make like a slurry. I just put wet food. Okay, I'm like not creative. Slurry. Okay, so you can put wet food and add a bit of water or slurry into it. And then when you want to treat your dog, all you do is squirt a little bit into their mouth. So then we're not having to give little pieces or dogs actually that take treats really hard. Mm -hmm. This is an alternative. Yeah. But a few of our people use these in classes. Yeah. I know Steph was using it for a bit, but um, yeah. So and you can buy them too. I think um, Pure Bites makes a brand in now. a packet. Yeah, and, and it's like the the kids Gerber ones with the little like the little thing. applesauce pouches. Yeah, and you right? just but the yeah. flavors are like chicken heart and things we wouldn't want to eat. But it's really good for your dogs who are picky, right, or not food motivated yeah. because you can use something that's really stinky and it's not getting on your hands. Um, and you just give them a little squirt at a time so they're not getting too yeah. too much. Small dogs too. Yes. So that you can, you know, if you don't have to reach down and treat, you can just sort of um, squeeze a little bit of that. Uh, so I think that's all we brought for treats. 
And we have one more little category we want to go through, okay. which is our apparel. So that's going to be our leashes and our clothes and our, our other stuff that okay, we want to talk, talk about. Okay, let's talk about these first. Okay, so these are little booties. Um, these are the kind that I think both of us have found are Yes, I, I found really this. Well, um, uh, if you guys on. yeah are interested, um, let me know. And I have a name of a lady in town um, that yeah. her business is. She makes these. The The bonus is she has literally like they go up like little increments so yeah. you find the perfect size the other thing is then they're not bulky because mm -hmm. any boot that's bulky we all know just falls off yeah and i so. actually have the same i went to the same um local woman i wish that we had her business card with us but um maybe we can put it in the episode description and she um she made nuggies boots and her coat as well yeah. Um, so these are, but this style, right? With the, the Velcro here, I'm going to make the sound over here, but you can put it on tight so that they're not falling off, right? And but, yeah, blaze the, orange is good. Yeah. Do. Yeah. Well, the reason I got this color is when, if one falls out, I can find it. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me go. And that's really. Uh, yeah. So the thing is, you know, a lot of people think bulkier and even uh, Amelia is pulling out some harnesses and stuff. Everybody thinks when something is more substantial material wise, it's better. Actually, sometimes it's not. Sometimes simple is better because it stays on because you can imagine if you have a six pound chihuahua and you're putting oh, these on. Nuggies boots. Yeah. So Nuggies are, are too just heavy. one size bigger. Yeah, They're they are. Oh, look, Nuggies got bigger feet. Yeah. Okay. Um, why don't you pull out your little stuffy friend okay. and we'll talk about the harnesses for a second. Okay, so we are a little bit um, promoting our harness. Um, again, I would say definitely Amelia is a bit of a um, junkie when it comes to trying. Like, I think you've tried like five, six, seven harnesses. I have so many harnesses. Yeah, so it's the thing is, anytime you see something new, like anti-pull harness or balance harness or anything, uh, trust me, Amelia's ordering it and using it. So we still talking about the whole less is more. Okay, so basically um, this one, it's rather simple, not necessarily a lot to it, um, which I find actually dogs like a lot of better better because it's not as bulky. Yeah, but some with, of them are sensitive. Right, this one you're hooking up at the front, which is huge in training walking. So this is the Sensation brand, and yes, we do sell this one. So this one's a little bit of a sales pitch, but um, the reason we sell it is because it works. Yeah. Right. And we've tried all the other sort of no pull harnesses. And over the years, this one has sort of time and time again been the ideal for no pull. Um, I did bring another harness that I have here. I'll give him to you that uh, this is more just sort of like an everyday style that they can wear when you're not training. Yeah. Um, I love this style. I think it's called like an H or a Y style, um, but it's got clips. I have one at home that's got clips on either side so it doesn't have to go over their head, which is good because Nuggie's a little bit sensitive about that. Um, but lots of adjustment points and it's again minimal material right so she's not super um, offended by it right touching her so even though we have small harnesses does not mean oh yes that they can't be worn on large dogs like I use a front attach harness the odd times on my dogs or definitely in classes for training but the idea of the harness is it takes the pressure off the neck especially yeah. in littles we do not want any pressure there yeah and i mean stark is my big dog he walks on a harness with a little bit more material and he's fine with that but um i tried to pick one that was comfy and that he could move really well in so. yeah um i'm just gonna literally say 
you know, literally two seconds about this one. Um, there's a lot more what we call anti-stink <laughs> collars. Um, I love these things. If my guys roll um, in some foreign object. Is it just biosane? This is a, a little bit different, but same idea. Okay. Um, where I find, you know, a lot of times when I was just using a cloth collar, if they roll in something, then it becomes, um, you can't get the smell out and you end up throwing it out this one. You use a bit of a dish detergent and you're set to go. So different options, my guys, especially in the summer and the water, but they do actually like to smell like other, <laughs> other um, animals. animals. Yeah. So sometimes that needs to be washed. Okay. Um, do you want this one? Yeah. Okay. So real quick, this is a gentle leader. This is something we also use. And I like this brand um, over Halty a little bit, but honestly, it depends on the dog's face because when we get into bulldogs and stuff with different lengths yeah. and noses, um, but we use this for extreme pulling and jumping. So we just want you guys to know that, again, just different alternatives. And if yeah. we want to go into more specific behavior, we can. Yeah, we can do that uh, yeah. maybe in another episode. Leashes. So we okay. both brought our double-ended leashes because this is something else that is maybe a little less common, but we both use. So mine is a five-way leash style, I believe it's called, or multi-use. So one end is your standard leash clip, and the other end is a carabiner that you can actually undo, and it has multiple loops here, so you can put it over your shoulder, you can put it around your waist, um, you can clip one end to the front of the harness, one end to the back. So there's lots then of they, different Yeah, ways. they also say, or if you need to, you just want to tie your dog around a tree or yeah, something if you're you in a park. Yeah, you just clip it around. So I like um, I like this one. I don't love the carabiner, um, but I do like the one that you have. And it's yeah. nice and soft. Too. Yeah, so these are actually horse reins. Okay, so these would hook onto the horse's bridle. Okay, so the idea again, double-ended leash. Um, if I have two dogs, one clip is on either dog or I can go like this to make a loop. What it does is I actually measured it. So it's about seven feet. Okay. So it gives me a little bit longer than the six um, if I have two dogs. And then again, it's quite nice in the hands. I work with some clients that um, I don't want to say maybe older, just have um, some physical challenges that find it helpful to have the dog hooked up on the harness on the collar. So, mm -hmm. but there's tons of options is what we're trying to get across to people. And I think, you know, in doing some research or the issues we're having, we can definitely help you figure out the right tools to use. Yeah. Yeah. So I think overall with her show and tell, um, we really just wanted to do this just to, to talk about some of the things that we use because it's a question that comes up a lot. Um, and there's some of the things that people there's, don't even know exist. Well, there's a lot of products and the problem is if you're buying and trying the products and not happy with them, that's it's getting expensive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think we've tried a lot of things. Um, We've had clients try a lot of things and talk to us about them so that, you know, we know whether we want to use them or not. Well, also gotten, yeah, feedback. Actually, one last one, I know we're we're getting close to time here, is a long line. Oh, I did bring a long line. Yeah, you line did, after. and so did I. So talk about it for a minute. Okay, so I'm just going to, um, to me, it's, it's the go-to for working recall, possibly in the city, um, for actually working recall in general, is... Um, you know, we start working recall on leash, but then eventually you want to train the dog for being, 
you know, 10, 20 feet away from us rather than just letting them go and hope they come back, um, but also gives them um, more exercise at running back and forth. So I really want you to think of it as a really good option because then your dog is safe. Okay. And so this one is the dollar store one, $1.75 for my small dogs, for my puppies. Yeah, and I suggest for small dogs, but um, for the big dogs, I, I don't overly trust the clip. This is a horse lunge line again, and um, it's 20 feet, so it's a lot, but has a sturdy clip and um, weathers quite well. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. why don't you um, wrap it up for us? Okay. So when we're talking about the behavior component, um, my top three, our top three are um, Thundershirt, Adaptal, and Calming Care. Uh, next, we highly recommend... Um, Food you know, enrichment toys, yes. mats, anything like the, the ones that you can fill yep. with their dinner. Um, whether you're to, feeding them or whether it's just for mental stimulation, which I think, you know, at different times of year is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, yeah, we talked about some different treats locally. Yeah. Yep. And so, making sure that they're healthy, they're single ingredient if possible, or they're yeah. low sugar and also trying yeah. different options. Yeah. If, Just uh, something doesn't yeah. seem to be working. Cause sometimes when you're doing training, you may be giving a few. So we do want to be sort of on the healthier side. Um, then we talked about our booties. We love, love the, the booties. booties. There you go. Um, again, it makes um, owning small dogs, being able to get them out in the winter. So can't say enough yeah. about that. We can't even get into jackets. We just left that one yeah. go. Yeah, because I think there's so many different shapes and sizes. Um, what else? I'm looking down in our little, oh, we talked about different chews as far as mental stimulation here as well. Yeah. And then... Um, All the different things. Finally, um, long lines. So I think, yeah, these are these are just some of our favorite things. And if maybe our listeners have something they want us to share about, or maybe they're asking if we've tried it, um, send us a message because chances are we have. Yeah, but and I think it's also good to, we have a student group Facebook page, like yep. throw it out there that you're interested in a product and maybe, you know, we can give each other feedback. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Right. We'll see everybody for the next episode. Yes. Thank you.